0: Let's take a moment to reflect on what we are doing daily to show others love. As we listen to Elder Jose L. Alonzo share the story of how love healed a family who experienced great tragedy. Some years ago, when our oldest grandson, Jose, was four, he was playing with my wife. While they were laughing and having a good time together, our grandson asked her, Grandma, do you love me? She answered him, Yes, Jose, I do love you. Then he asked her another question, How do you know that you love me? She explained to him her feelings and also told him all she had done and was willing to do for him. Later, my wife asked Jose the same questions, including this penetrating inquiry, How do you know that you love me? With an innocent but sincere response, he said, I love you because I feel it inside my heart. Jose's loving behavior to his grandmother that day and always demonstrate that love is a combination of actions as well as deep feelings. In today's world of so much suffering for different circumstances, Sending a text message with a funny emoji or posting a nice picture with the words, I love you, is good and valuable. But what many of us need to do is leave our mobile devices behind and with our hands and feet help others in great need. Love without service is like faith without works. It's dead indeed. The pure love of Christ, which is charity, not only inspires us to act and provide service, but also to have the strength to forgive regardless of the situation. May I share with you an experience that has impacted and changed my life? Ted and Sharon Cooper's parents, who are here today, have given me permission to share what happened to their family more than nine years ago. I will tell the experience from the perspective of Ted Cooper's father. August 21, 2008, was the first day of school, and Cooper's three older brothers, Evan, Garrett, and Logan, were all at the bus stop waiting to board buses. Cooper, who was four years old, was on his bike. My wife, Sharon, had walked. My wife was across the street and motioned to Cooper to cross. At the same time, a car very slowly made a left turn and rolled over Cooper. I received a phone call from a neighbor telling me Cooper had been hit by a car. I quickly dropped down to the bus and stopped to see him. Cooper was lying on the grass, struggling to breathe, but had no visible injuries. I knelt down by Cooper and said, encouraging things like, it's going to be okay. Hang on. Cooper was flown by helicopter to the hospital, but did, in fact, pass away. I felt Heavenly Father was telling me that my early stewardship had ended and that Cooper was now in his care. We were able to spend some time with Cooper at the hospital, the workers there prepare Him so we could call Him and say our goodbyes and allow us to spend as much time with Him, holding Him as we desire. The next day was very difficult for us, and we were all completely overwhelmed with grief. I fell to my knees and prayed the most sincere prayer I had ever offered— I asked Heavenly Father in the name of my Savior to take away my overwhelming grief. He did so. Later that day, one of the counselors arranged for us to meet with the young man, the driver of the car, and his parents at the counselor's home. Sharon and I waited for the boy and his parents to arrive. When the door opened, we met them for the first time. Sharon and I embraced him in a big group hug. We wept together for what seemed to be a long time. We told him we knew that what had happened was the definition of an accident. It was miraculous to Sharon and me both that we felt the way we did and that we still do. By God's grace, we were able to take the big path, the obvious path, the only path. I love these good young men. That was an excerpt from Elder Jose L. Alonzo's talk, Love One Another As He Has Loved Us. Thank you for taking a moment to reflect with us here on BYU Radio.